What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Homo. God damn it. Hello, everyone. Or should I say aloha, bitches? <gasps> aloha, bitches. Exactly. Welcome to episode 232 of Podcast from Planet Weird with favorite ghouls in the universe. That's Juan and Sarah. Us. Yes. Us. We're your favorites. Yes, we're your faves. Um, hope everyone's doing well. We are because we watched Unstitched this week, and ooh. and we know that we remember everyone that leaves. Yes, that's a line from the movie. Mm-hmm. And we remember this movie. It's about chosen family. This movie was for the gays. Okay, it truly was. It's so a write metaphor. that down, people. Um, we brought our friend Chris on because it's his favorite or one of his favorite moves um so we figure let's just bring christian on if you don't know christian you clearly haven't listened to our podcast where we interviewed With him about, <laughs> where we interviewed him about his his queer journey um but if you did you know that he's uh, our former boss and just now a friend who will bury a body for us we did just get him uh, we just did get we got confirmation that he would bury a body for us, so there's that. Yeah, he'll kill for us. Um, so we're just gonna get right to it. Enjoy this episode where we talk about Lilo and Stitch, and we will see you at the outro. Goodbye for now. Hello, everyone. Um, it is me, Count Sarah. Chocula. I know. What I was, the entrance was that. It's me. I was trying to come up with like a quirky. Um, name but i couldn't so it's just no. sarah and with me as always it's juan can you hear him hi hello everyone can hear me and i have crisp audio because i checked my preferences on my on my recording settings good job time. we learned something <laughs> this is the second episode that you're on and this is the only one that will sound good yes and with us today is lilo and stitch stan our friend christian I own Hello. stock in Lilo and Stitch, which is why I promote it so often. Mm-hmm. That makes is that sense. Lilo and Stitch, is that a Lilo and Stitch brand wine that you're drinking? <laughs> no, it's just a red wine. It's a Stitch Sauvignon or whatever. I don't you're know anything about <laughs> Casually, <laughs> a Stitch Sauvignon? I had some with dinner and I wanted to keep drinking it. I figured it would, you know, liven me up for the episode. We'll see what He's happens. He's going to spill the secrets. Because you're just so boring regardless. Hmm. Um, well, it's, uh, you know, before we talk about this film, Lilo and Stitch, uh, let's just check in. How's everyone doing? What's everyone been up to? I'll start. No, I'm kidding. Juan, you <laughs> go ahead and start. Oh, me? Oh, me? You're the first on my screen. It goes, you, Christian, me. Oh, it goes. On my, on my screen. I'm at the bottom. A oh. bottom. And yeah, then you sense. and Christians are the tops. Mm-hmm. makes sense <laughs> checks out um i've been good i don't know what i don't what have i been doing when's the last time we recorded an episode sunday friday saturday saturday i have no idea i have no perception of time it's been it was oh you late. know what? it was last thursday 
Sorry mm. to cut it you It was off. windy as shit last night, and I was teaching, and the band room felt like it was about to get its roof blown off of itself, and I said, I wish it would. I wish it fucking would. I wish we could cause some property damage right now, just so we could get some new rehearsal spaces. But that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, been good. I ate, um, just in case anyone's curious what I ate today, I had uh, chilaquiles, delicious. And I've been drinking plenty of water because I've realized that water is good for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever found that out, but I feel good. I also found out that I'm getting little baby pimples. So your boy is stressed. She's stressing. And, and that's a thing that I'm living with. On your face or other areas of your body? My butt. They're okay. all on my butt. I get oh. weird skin things by my like armpits. I think just like where I sweat. I think those are skin tags. No, yeah, it's but just sweaty areas. I, like they're not like full on like skin tags, you know? Mm. I can't classify I mean, guys, it as a skin tag. You guys are in Arizona, so it makes sense that you would get little little bumpies where you little ronchitas. Frequently. <laughs> yeah. No, they're on my face. They're on my face. And I've been using the cleanser and I've been using the wash and I've been doing it at least once a day. At least. You're supposed to wash your face twice a day? Yeah, you I should know. wash twice. Oh my God. What's the point about doing one, it when I wake you, up? I've only been in my bed. You, to, to make up for all the years you haven't washed your face regularly, you should wash like five times a day. <laughs> Just so once after every meal, plus in the morning and at night. Yes. And between snacks. Baby, I'm washing my face a hundred times a day at that point then. Every time you take a drink gone. of water. <gasps> just, Chug in. Just put it in your face. The last you know? bit of water just is the splash I need to, to clear it. Just drink Listerine. That'll keep things clean for you. Mm, yum. <laughs> well, anyways, that. what's up with you, Christian? Um, not much. Live in California now. Um, working, settling into my apartment. Um, what an exciting life you lead! Nothing super exciting. I'm I like I live basically like a suburban housewife lifestyle, but without children. And so, and that's the goal, and that's the dream. So I work, come home, make dinner, rinse and repeat. Um, I'm not trying to be one of those people that's like. Oh, my dog is basically like a child, but like you do have a dog to care for. Oh yeah, and she does require a lot of effort because she's a little shit starter. As much uh, as a baby. Yeah, I mean we we live near a few other medium to large dogs, and every time I go out, I'm like, is today the day that she actually starts a fight with the dog, and somehow one of the two of them gets off leash and just like rains terror on the other one. Uh, so every day is a gamble so far. We've been good. Um, I love that for her. As we started, who's more, but who who's more of a hassle to deal with, me or your dog? Um, I feel like Luce is more of a hassle because you at least speak words that I can in two languages. So, like, if I needed to, I could do English or Spanish. Whereas with her, I can do either one of them, and she just looks at me the same way and says, "Fuck you, Dad." Well, I'm glad that the only thing stopping me and her from becoming one is a language barrier. <laughs> Other than that, pretty similar. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what about you, Sarah? Oh, you know me. I've just been um, getting up at 4 a.m. to watch 
some Olympic stuff. Um, mm. I watched I watched a soccer game last week at 4 a.m. And then there was one at 1 a.m. the other day. And there's one on Friday at 4 a.m. So I'll wake up for that one. And then I watched, on Sunday, I watched, like, the rerun of the, like, gymnastics preliminary stuff. So I got to see Simone and Jordan and Suni and Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, do their thing, and I and said, gonna be one of those I could do that. Tweets? Oh, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> exactly. I said, you know what? I just think I could do that. I just think I could. <laughs> go tweet that. Go tweet right now. I think I could do what Simone Biles couldn't. No, I wa- I don't even understand. I can't even do like a fucking cartwheel. I don't understand how you can like, you know how Toss like your body in the air. Kids at work would just like come up like on the playground to be like do you want to see you want to see me do like a back handspring and i'm like what and then before i know it they're doing it and so they just jump and flip over i'm like how is that possible and also why did i have to see it why do you have to show me i would also be afraid of just like doing it and then landing fully like on my neck like this and just out Mm. i'm gone just done oh my god do you remember in I think it was Final Destination 5 when one of the deaths was that girl who was doing gymnastics. Yes. That's so We're not fun. here to talk about Final Destination. This no, we're not. In, I'm going to ask you later to explain how it's at all like Final Destination. Because the <laughs> roller coaster, a Hawaiian there, roller coaster mm, ride. It is a ride. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is a 2002 American animated science fiction comedy drama film produced by Walt Disney Feature Animation and released by Walt Disney Pictures. It's the 42nd Disney animated feature film. It was written and directed by Chris Sanders and Dean Deblois. Love French. In their directorial debuts. It features DeVay Chase and Chris Sanders as the voices of the titular characters, Lilo and Stitch. Wait, a man voices Lilo? No, 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 no. A man voices Stitch. Who's... Who voices Lilo? Uh, A girl named DeVay Chase. Oh, DeVay Chase. And DeVay Chase actually... um, She's known for um, this movie. She was also um, the little sister in Donnie Darko for my Hall heads out there. Um, and she was also in Spirited Away. <gasps> was she the girl? Was she the, the titular role in that movie too? Ever heard of it? Yeah, the main girl. Um, I literally was watching it the other night. And of course... She's that little bitch with that wet black hair in the movie The Ring. She's that little girl. Cindy, this bitch is messing up my floor. She's that girl (laughs) coming through the TV. Oh, my God. So that's who she is. Um, I thought you've never seen those movies. I saw I watched The Ring. Remember, I watched like a few months ago and I was like, oh, my God, when I watched The Ring, it was really good. And you were like, I'd never seen it. And then then you watched it and you were like, oh, it was good. Remember it's that? Not good. 
You guys the are ring? lying to each other. You guys are absolutely lying to each other. The ring with okay, Naomi Watts? Okay, there's tension here. There's drama. Okay, let's go. Hold it was just back. Naomi go. Watts being like hot and capable the whole movie. Why wouldn't I like it? <laughs> she was just okay. like, I'm going to solve this mystery. Anyways. The Japanese mm. one is good. I haven't I seen know. that one. Christian, how <laughs> is it not good? Let's go. Thoughts and prayers. I just Why think that like... Good? Okay, it did kind of spark a movement with like the creepy whatever bullshit drama, but I feel like in terms of quality, is it actually a good like scary story and or horror movie? Yes. Listeners, you can weigh in at the link below. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's actually survey a, monkey. It's a link to my email that just says like email this guy and tell him yeah. he's stupid. <laughs> Um, anyways, the social media platforms get him. Mm. Uh, other voice actors in the movie are Tia Carrere, David Ogden Styers, Kevin McDonald, Ving Rames, Jason Scott Lee, and Kevin Michael Richardson. We'll get to those people later. Um, this is also the second of three Disney animated feature films that were produced primarily at the Florida Animation Studio in Disney's Hollywood Studios near Orlando, Florida in Disney World. And um, the first movies that did that were Mulan and Brother Bear. Um, this movie was released June 21st, 2002 to positive reviews and was nominated for Best Animated Feature at the 75th Academy Awards. And I bet you're wondering, what did it lose to? Well, I'm about to tell you. Ah, uh, yes. So it ended <laughs> up losing. Sorry. Yeah. So it lost to Spirited Away. Okay. So this bitch Fair. lost to herself. Yes. Devane Chase. Yeah. Also, Ice Age was nominated. And like. For that baby. Okay. For that ugly round square baby. Juan Treasure Planet was also nominated. Okay, good. So three good movies versus Ice Age. And Spirit Stallion <laughs> of the Cimarron or whatever. Oh, that movie's good too. Is that the horse movie? <laughs> yeah, the horse movie. We're horse oh. girls. Did you not know that? It's about horse girls? Oh, no. I mean, like, we are horse girls collectively. Who said uh, I was a horse girl? I I'm claiming it for you right now. We snaw. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $80 million. Juan, would you like to guess what the box office was for this film? This bitch made bank. $200 million. Okay. Christian, do you want to guess? I would guess maybe closer to like $500 million. Okay. Well, I don't know who's closer. Price is right. Well, no. Oh, Juan's closer. Okay. It's $273.1 no. <laughs> How are you? I don't know who's closer. Mine was seven I was hoping away. he was going to say 300 million, and I was so prepared to give him the win. No, I forgot to adjust right. for inflation. Um, of, so, course. of course. So I think I'm, I, I'm technically right. No, Price is Right rules is whoever's under wins. Without going oh, over. Yeah. Anyways, um, the film's story revolves around two eccentric and mischievous individuals, a six- later seven-year-old girl, um, Hawaiian girl named Lilo Pelikai, who was raised by her older young adult-aged sister, Nani, 
after their parents died in a car accident in a blue ex extraterrestrial animal-like creature called Experiment 626, who was adopted by Lilo as her dog, and renamed Stitch. We get it. We saw the movie, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, obviously, this movie... What a what a what a success it became because we had so many sequels. We had Lilo and Stitch the series. I'm sure there was some characters in those Kingdom Hearts games that Juan plays. Yes. Mm -hmm. I figured. Um, yeah, there was a directed video sequel called Stitch the Movie. Like I said, Lilo and Stitch the series. There was another video. Um, movie called Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch Has a Glitch. There was Leroy Stitch, the TV movie. Which what? Leroy? Leroy and Stitch. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, there was an anime show <laughs> called Stitch in Japan. It was just called Stitch. Oh, okay. Um, it ran in Japan. Luckily That's alone. cool. Um, there was a Chinese series called Stitch and I. Stitch and AI. Um, he just really was global. He was worldwide. A manga he was Mr. Worldwide. There was a manga set called Stitch and the Samurai. This bitch was just everywhere, wasn't he? Christian, read it. Christian, find Stitch and the Samurai, the last remaining copy, and read it. I'll find it. And apparently, um, they... I'm sure none of us want this, but they're in talks to be uh, remaking this, a live-action remake um, for Disney+. Plus. I don't know if that's... It's going to be a nor for me. I don't know if that's... I don't know when they'll realize it's a bad idea and they'll shut it down, but... I thought we learned after Mulan that this is just not the market anymore. Like, I don't know if you can... Like, Mulan came out in the... Panini. I mean, we're still yeah, in it. Yeah, but still people but were like, this is not it. This is not good. True, but I feel like they can't get any facts and figures from that because of the Panini, you know? Mm. I don't know. I Like, Cruella was good, but Cruella isn't like a remake. It's like a, it's like a Maleficent. Like, yeah. a villain origin mm. story. Mm. Speaking of origin stories, um, there was actually some... Um, Remember the Disney, maybe you don't, maybe it's just me. They had those Disney Adventure, like, magazines. They were, like, yes, this big. Vaguely. Uh, they ran some Lilo and Stitch comics where they did, like, origin stories of the characters the pre... No, of just pre oh. this movie, like, the creation of Stitch and all that stuff. Um, but then I guess in one of the movies uh, or shows, they, like, rewrote the whole story, like, the beginning of it so it's not even canon anymore those comics um but anyways the idea for this movie came because um in the mid-1990s disney was trying to make smaller and less expensive movies um so chris sanders who is the voice of stitch and one of the directors here um who was a head storyboard artist at disney feature animation was approached to pitch an idea sanders had created the character of stitch in 1985 for an unsuccessful children's book pitch and had to now develop a concept that featured the character in an animated film the storyline required a remote non-urban location so the movie was originally intended to take place in kansas Ew. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone's favorite state. Shelby and Stitch go to the ranch. <laughs> Um, his decision to change the film setting to the Hawaiian island of Kauai was an important choice in defining the plot more clearly. No other animated feature had ever taken place on any of the Hawaiian islands before. Do we feel like if it were fuck they wanted to put it in, that it would literally just be like the Wizard of Oz, but in space? Yeah. Yeah, like, some of the plot points. Some of the most iconic things about this movie, like the soundtrack, the imagery, it's because it's the, Hawaii. The fish monologue. The, the fish him. monologue. Could you him. could you imagine if instead of Pudge the fish, it was Gary the fucking pog in the pen? Yeah. You mean pig? Oh, you said Maybe. hog. I thought you said pog. <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? Um. Anyways, um, the animation team visited Kauai to research the location, and while they were there, their tour guide explained the meaning of Ohana as it ex uh, applied to extended families, so they, you know, made that a major plot point in the movie. I mean, we can get into the cast now. So, DeVay Chase, that girl from The Ring, she's voicing Lilo, let's be real, she's a little white girl mm. playing this Hawaiian character true but wait do pacific islanders have an accent it's like, like a like a like a regional tone i guess which they do like capture in some of the like in some of the characters yeah with like the enunciation um i feel like the inflection like goes down towards the end of words for like some of the people that they have in there uh, so yeah. i guess in some ways yeah it could be considered like a separate path of english in some way and they clearly have their own languages too so true was everybody else white so um the voices of nani and david um uh tia carrere um probably not how you say her last name but um she is from hawaii and then jason scott lee um is asian and of hawaiian descent and was raised in hawaii uh, and apparently those voice actors assisted with the rewriting of the character's dialogue to get the proper dialect and the slang terms and things like that. So that is good. It was okay. just Lilo that was a little white girl, you know? I mean, did they get money for it, though? I feel like Probably this tour not. guide and the both of those voice actors deserve That's like extra That's that woman who, like, they based Coco off of. So oh, they, really? Yeah, the there's... Woman? Yeah, there was, like, people were saying on Twitter that, like, this woman, this, like, real-life woman is, like, the basis for Coco and not, like, people I mean, from Disney. That's every old Mexican woman, though, like. I don't know. I, I don't remember how valid it was and what the, like, proof of everything. I think they were just, like, Disney people came here, talked to, like, our family said we would be credited and we weren't, blah, 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 so. Mm. Does that shock me? No. Um yeah. Anyways, uh, one innovative and unique aspect of the film is its strong focus on the relationship between two sisters, Lilo and Nani. Making the relationship between sisters into a major plot point uh, is very rare in American animated films. So Until true. Frozen. Until Frozen when they said... Sisters can have it all. <laughs> or one of them can. Um... The other yes. one's a lesbian that needs to live in the woods. <laughs> um, 
I'll get into Cottage this more core. when I talk about my history with the movie. But do you guys remember when this movie started being promoted and they did those like teaser trailers where it was like Stitch meeting Aladdin on the magic carpet or Stitch? Yes, Stitch coming into the uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, tale as old as time, and then he tries he to would, kill them with the chandelier. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah. So they did those little like parody trailers. Um, with all those like Disney Renaissance movies with Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, and Lion King. They called them interstitials, which is fun. Cute. Um, and also the 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 those little trailers featured Back in Black by ACDC, um, which I think is the first time I had heard the song was because of Lilo and Stitch. So for all my ACDC rock heads out there. Um I know Juan was talking about some deleted scenes or endings. What do you what do you know of from your friend Spencer? Okay, I can neither confirm nor deny because this is word of mouth. But Lilo and Stitch did release three months after Bush did 9-11. Uh, yes. Um so apparently, according to him, the ending was supposed to be with a hijacked airplane, basically flying yes. around through the main city of like, oh, is it of what Kauai, basically? Of basically Honolulu. Honolulu, right? So it was supposed to be an, an airplane, and like the airplane and the spy ship f- flying through Honolulu, like hitting buildings and shit. And until Disney was like, mm, no. Yes, I was shocked to read this. It says the biggest change came to the film's third act, which had Stitch, Nani, Jumba, and Pleakley hijacking a Boeing 747 jet from Lihu Airport, which I've been to, um, and flying Look it through you. downtown Honolulu to save Lilo. Um, blah, 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 blah. Following the September 11 attacks on the World Trade Center, this sequence was revised so that they instead flew Jumba's spaceship through the mountains of Kauai. This revision was done primarily by replacing the CGI model of the 747 with that of Jumba's spaceship. Um, yeah, so I didn't know that. Also, there was a deleted scene where, like, um, Stitch is warning tourists about, like, a tsunami. Because, like, you know how they have, like, sirens all the time? Like, yeah. like, right, like practices. I mean, I've never colonized the their island, so I don't know. I've never been. Great. Um but a couple podcasts ago, you were like, I want to go. <laughs> so shut your mouth. Receipts. Um, <laughs> insert, in, insert audio clip here. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they were going to do a scene where like Lilo tries to make people think that Stitch can like predict tsunamis or something. But oh, that was gone. Oh. Um, there was also going to be a scene where Lilo introduces Stitch to Pudge the Fish and I guess kills him. Little dark. <laughs> Little dark. Yeah, this says Lilo then takes Pudge's body to the same graveyard where her parents were buried, and thus Stitch learns the consequences of his actions and gains a better understanding of mortality. Mm. I don't love (laughs) I'm glad that never happened. Yay! Um, Obviously, the soundtrack got some bangers on it. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. All of our lives were changed. Elvis... Mm. You know, everyone's favorite no. sideburned icon who stole from black culture. Uh, he's heavily featured on here. Um, we have the the 18s doing a cover of an Elvis song. 
That Fun. song at the very beginning. Yes, um, that song. Yeah, both those songs are by Mark Kiali Huamalu and the Kamehameha Schools Children's Chorus. I'm going to formally apologize for Sarah butchering that whole last name. Do you want to do it? Hell no. Christian, you <laughs> I'm good. Right. That was as good as it, as it, as it would get. Um, anyways, um, I'll get to some uh, trivia and see if there's any fun things here. But what's everyone's history with this film? Christian? Um, so apparently this movie came out when I was 10 years old, which... I feel like, you know, 10 is like a good age for most people, I think, in some way, shape or form. You know, you're starting to develop an understanding of the world around you. You're not living in oblivious bliss of being a single digit aged human being. Um, and I just always enjoyed it. Like I was reading a review that said like, oh, this movie is made for adults. Like, I don't know why, like how kids would like this, blah, 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 blah. Like the humor's too too nuanced for children to understand and whether or not i think i understood it i think i always thought this movie was funny i appreciated it it's been one of my favorite movies for a very long time i have many a stitch affiliated plushie and or decorative item that people have given to me his chaotic energy very much speaks to me yeah i just i've always liked it a lot uh, Maybe because of like the focus on family and stuff like that. Also just in like the character of like Lilo and Stitches or like, you know, the characterization of Lilo and Stitches like relationship, I think I really appreciate. So yeah. Did you see this in theaters? I don't think so. My family wasn't like a big theater going family. Um, I want to say the, First time I watched it was probably just like in my living room. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Juan. Interesting. Um, what the hell? Are I, what was I gonna say? It's funny that you say like the things were like nuanced and like kids would never get it, but I feel like this movie is very good with its layering of jokes. Like there's like mm-hmm. there's like obviously like there's like jokes that are like oh this is funny because like adults would like understand like the the humor involved in it, but like for a kid like not knowing what those layers would be like it's very like surface level it's still funny yeah like quickly yeah. says a bunch I, of shit that like went over my head when i was younger but now watching back i'm like oh my god what like, yeah, like i feel like it has humor for everyone yeah physical mm-hmm. physical comedy for the kids like vocalized comedy for like older people like it has it has layers making fun of fat people Mm-hmm. Oh, the gays. Pleakly for the gays. Pleakly f- that fully says, does he have a neighborhood beard? What? So Pleakly really said bags in this movie. <laughs> well, Pleakly in the series, because in this one he he he's in drag just for like a ooh disguise. But in the show, he does it all the time because he likes it. Mm-hmm. Pleakly is canonically gender fluid. Yeah. Incredible. Anyways, what's your history with it, Juan? Um, never saw it in theaters. Maybe saw it via a DVD and or VHS cassette. Um, but definitely saw it. Stitch definitely exists in the Kingdom Hearts universe. He's a summon in the second one and also in the third one. And he has a playable level in Birth by Sleep. 
So very sure. cute. I know what all of those are. Um, I also can't remember if I saw it in theaters because 2002, we were in second grade or well, it's I guess summer before second grade. Um, so I may have just seen it on like VHS or something. Um, but I remember this movie being like a big deal. Like I feel like everyone I knew knew it and would quote it. I remember in PE, um, one of the songs that my teacher would Hawaiian put on while we all ride. run around was Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Um, I also have a stitch plush that, um, where'd we get those? Downtown Disney or whatever. Um, I don't know. We've never been to Disney. Oh, wait, we have. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about Christian and I because we have the same one. Um, yeah. And yeah, this was never like a favorite of mine. But I like it. And I hadn't seen this in a while. I saw... Um, I was at work and my kids were watching it and I showed up. I just, just showed up to work and they were already um, like halfway through. And I, and I I was like, I don't remember Stitch being this much of an asshole. But he was kind of, you know, fucking up shit. Because I, I hadn't seen it since I was very, very little. He doesn't um, know what he's doing. I know, but I was just like, I don't remember him being like this. He's really like a puppy with powers. Okay. But anyways, let's talk about how this movie starts out in the Galactic Federation. Yes. And that woman, an icon. That She's woman the moment. with her weird shoulder blade things that do this yes. thing. Love that. Mm-hmm. With her like British accent. That bitch made an entrance when she first came on screen. She came out of the shadows. Who's the voice actor for that? Yeah. Um, Glenn Close. I looked her up. <laughs> it's not Glenn Close. I was like, this is no. like some straight up like Meryl Streep energy right now. I wish. <laughs> I wish it was her. I clicked on her and I was like, oh, I think she has passed. Let me it's confirm before I keep talking. Okay. Yeah. She passed away in February of 2020. Oh, no. Uh, but you know what? She got out of here before. It all went she, down. She didn't see her go to shit. Yeah. Oh, um, her name is Zoe Caldwell. She's Australian. Mm. Okay. You know how sometimes British accents and Australian can sound the same. Am yeah, I right, totally. everyone? Or and intergalactic. You're, you're right, Juan. The, the Australian people are rioting right now. She's in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Yes. She voiced her again. She actually wasn't in a ton of movies. I'm she glad was she in. Was- like like three other movies other than Lilo and Stitch related things. Um, okay. An icon. We love her. It looks like she's mostly a theater gal. Um, but we have... We have um, Jumba who... A little science boy. Hmm? The longest time I, was, I thought he was just like mad scientist, but I guess he works for a company. Um, like Amazon or something? The galaxy, <laughs> yes, he is Jeff Bezos. No, it's for the galactic defense, for the galaxy defense industry. So I guess he like had a job. He probably has to, he's probably creating bombs. Let's be real here. That's probably what I he's doing. Have bombs. I mean, they do. Did you not see the, the fighting scenes? They have weapons. That's I think maybe he... This is like a little like side project for him, like day job, defense, evening time after he makes himself some dinner, he's 
experimenting. This is his passion with project. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he creates Stitch, who is not named Stitch yet, experiment 626, and because of this, he gets arrested. Yes. Mm -hmm. He gets arrested, and Stitch is sent to... Wasn't he going to be sent to, like, an asteroid? Yeah. Yes, they tried to see if he was, like, a good person, but then he... What do we think Stitch said here? In the moment, (gasps) what did Stitch say to these people? What got his? What did he say? He said gay rights. One of them vomited. <laughs> he was appalled. It had to be vomit worthy. Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't even probably think something of about like, like maybe like fisting grandmothers. <gasps> that must have been it. That was, <laughs> that was the that's one. A, that's about as nasty as my brain is allowing me to go right now. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> great. I'm a vomit on my fist and then go shoulder deep into your. Until she shits. <laughs> no one asked all, you to expand that one. No one asked all you in, to elaborate on it. All in three words. Because all he him. said was like was like Mamba Balakwista, and that <laughs> meant all those things that you just said. Mm-hmm. And everyone lost their mind. <laughs> so he was going to get sent to an asteroid, um, but he escapes to Earth. Um, welcome to Earth. He literally said, spit is the weapon. And I said, spit really is the weapon. And we have my favorite character, Pleakley, who um, is sent with Jamba to go retrieve Stitch. Because they they locked Jamba up and they said, you know what? Go get him and then you're good. Okay, this is one of the things that stood out to me. Because I think the first time I watched this, I was actually intimidated by this. Because when he says, like, now tell me, on which poor, defenseless planet has my monstrosity been unleashed? And it, like, zooms in on his eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like, a, that's like a creepy, like, cinematic move. But in reality, you know that he's not going to do much. At least having seen the whole movie. Yeah. So he I seems like, to... like... That man is more bark than bite. Mm-hmm. If for that. me, for me, he seemed a lot scarier this time around. Even though, like, I know how he is on the show a lot. I feel like I remember the show more than the movie. But I hadn't seen this in so long. Like, I didn't remember that Jumba created him. Oh, yeah. Because I hadn't Wait, seen what? it in that long. I didn't remember the, the origin of Stitch. I remembered him, like, getting to Earth and her adopting him. But I didn't remember that, that he created him. And I didn't... This was new... That's the My mind had not series. remembered. Why don't you fuck off, bitch? Um, <laughs> anyways, then we have. Uh, well, I was gonna sing Ahoy, but that's why <laughs> the other yeah. Hawaiian song, mm-hmm. where um, when Leela's doing, she's doing her dance with oh Myrtle and those other bitches. Um, I mean, it starts with that song, and then it bleeds into the the little remix one that you all were talking about earlier with the eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to appropriate a culture and fake fuck up their words. But, um, I'll go ahead. Yes. No, I love this entire sequence. One, Lilo, she is actually body positive. If anything, she hates skinny people. Lilo hates skinny bitches. Looking at you, Christian, looking at you, Sarah, she would hate you. She would love me. Um, but And then we get the iconic bit of the fat guy, the sunburnt guy that always drops the ice cream. Like mm-hmm. the bit, 
and I don't know. I just I always like this like little introduction to Lilo and how like she's just she's just, like, a good time having gal. She's swimming with the sandwich mm-hmm. while the music's playing. Um, yummy, yummy. Also, fuck these white two white little white girls in this Hawaii cl- in this like hula class. Myrtle. Myrtle and the other white bitch, this the red haired girl. I don't recall. It's like Myrtle um, and Becky. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, so they're at this rehearsal for their little dance class or whatever, and Lilo is all wet. So the girls slip on the water, and then the teacher's like, Why are you all wet? And she does her whole monologue about Pudge, the fish, and the peanut butter. Iconic. Um, and then when Myrtle says, You're crazy, or she says, You're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes ham. She goes all in. She attacks that. She bitch. punches that bitch in the fucking face. <laughs> she bare knuckled molly whops her ass. And I said, <laughs> we later find out she bites her. Like good for her, honestly. I would too. Who's here to play? Cl- who's here to fight clean nowadays? Like if a man <laughs> stepped up to me, I'd fully pocket sand his ass and then like. Punches nuts and then just go for his face a bunch of times mm. while kneeing his nuts. And later, when uh, it's Myrtle and those her two little bitches with her, and they're like, "You better not have rabies." Fuck these <laughs> girls. Well, I know they're children, but fuck them. Were you guys um, ever bullies as a child? I know we talk about being bullied, but like, I know you, you were. I was. I was a bully <laughs> as a child. I was not. And how do we feel about that? How do we feel about knowing that I was a bully? I feel like I feel... you were just doing it so that people <laughs> wouldn't do it to you. It was a defense you mechanism, as it is with everyone. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Do I know I was joking about you being anyone? a therapist. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, on this call afterwards, you're gonna be you're gonna psychoanalyze my ass. In at least 30 <laughs> minutes from now. <laughs> Lilo locks herself in the house from her older sister, Nani. And who shows up? It's Mr. Bubbles. Yes, Mr. Cobra Bubbles, who is a social worker. And I don't know how we feel about social workers, but I love hate them. Mm. What do you mean you love hate them? Like sometimes they're just there to cause drama, but sometimes I'm like, Mary, you're the god, you're the god warrior. You are here to do the justice on this planet that other people do not. Well, spoiler, he's a CIA agent, anyways. He's both. We can, yeah, it's 2021. We can double major. He double it. dipping. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he kind of hates Nani because he's like, you left the stove on. This girl locked herself in the house. She's playing with pickles. Yeah, like all these d- these dangerous things. Um, and he's like, I'm going to be back in three days. So fix yourself. Um, and then we see a falling star, as Lilo calls it, thinking, you know, something cool going on in the sky. And we, we really know that it's Stitch landing on Earth. Yes. Wait, can we talk about that, like, really sad scene where she was like, she was when she basically tells Donna, she was like, I liked you more as a sister than I do a mom. And then she's like, but you like me more as a sister than you do a rabbit, right? And I was like, oh my fucking God. Oh my God. But the chasing scene before that is yes, so, fucking so funny iconic. Like when, when she, she grabs her, her and she licks her whole arm. Like they really like played with the animation in some of these things because they're like hyper realistic in some senses, but in other senses, 
Lilo's mouth is magically large enough for her to rotate and lick Nani's entire arm. <laughs> Lilo pulls a Pac-Man and just unhinges at the back of her face and then just licks her. <laughs> she really does. I love that scene. It's so good. The animation in this movie, just give me one second. The animation in this movie is absolutely beautiful. Like the way they move and like the... It's I forgot what it, I forgot what I forget the technical term, but there's a there's an animation term where like when a character moves, there's like momentum that follows and then sets into place. Um, it's like I think it's like it's called uh, uh, bounce and stretch or something like that. But like on a, like mm-hmm. on these people, like it's very fluid. And then also just the watercolor backgrounds of all the of all the of all the scenes is absolutely like Mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Well, you know what's also sad is Lilo praying for a friend. She said, she said are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I want a friend. <laughs> Basically. Um, and little does she know that she's about to get one with Stitch. Um, Stitch is, what, he's hit by a car and they take him to the pound? Stitch is hit by, by like 10 trucks. Two what? 18-wheelers. And he pops all the tires. Mm-hmm. That him. boy has bones. With his nails. <laughs> what the is acrylic? Because he does have those kind of <laughs> nails. Like if you saw him do this motion, it'd be just like those gifts of like, <laughs> like. Um. So yeah, he is at the um animal pound. shelter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pound or animal shelter. Um, and Lilo and Nani go there um because they're gonna adopt a dog, and so when Lilo is. Back there, um, all of the dogs are hiding. S- somehow defying gravity and yeah, are way on top of the fences and are hiding. Um, and she sees Stitch and says, I'll take him. Sign me up. Love that. I love I love also when she's like, Can I buy him? And then Nani just snatches the money, gives it to Lilo. Lilo gives it back and she just hands it back like I've done this before. Also mm-hmm. two dollars. Is that real? Two dollars. Oh my god! I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for my dog because it included like the cost of her like spay and spay situation, mm-hmm. updated shots, and the adoption fee. Two fifty. David Spade so, situation. Yeah, and so tell me that two dollars in two thousand two is equivalent to two hundred and fifty dollars. In 2015, it must be with inflation. I think if Nowadays. we do the math. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, what a steal! Um, we have Jamba and Pleakley arriving, um, trying to shoot this dog. Yeah, and they, you know, they're like, "Ooh, we can't be seen. We can't be shooting this gun off. We can't be seen. We gotta hide. We're gonna have to put our wigs on." Um, we have Stitch stealing Myrtle's bike. Good for him. <laughs> driving around with Lilo and, you know, realizing that he's on an island, that they're surrounded by water. He's not going to be able mm. to get away. Does Stitch never learn how to swim? Is that like a plot point that never gets addressed ever? I don't know. We'd have to watch the entire Stitch cinematic universe to find <laughs> out. But I'm sure I... he does. How could he live there and not learn? I just will save him. Well, I don't wait. Wait, can he not swim, or is it that his body is so dense that it doesn't let him swim? Both. Both. Okay, both. He's um, too dense, and therefore he cannot swim. 
Anyways, okay. We have a little <laughs> montage um, of, you know, just, you know, baby's first insert whatever, you know, baby's first mm-hmm. snow cone. Baby's Learning first all the rocket human thing. Yeah, baby's first little rocket machine by the grocery store. Um, mm. And then we have um, the luau where we see David for the first time doing his flaming, just, just what are those called? Yeah, his flaming. His That's flaming it. hot cheetah. He's flaming. He's flaming. I don't know. I, They're the torches. Part of, me had a, part of me had a crush on David growing up. Oh, absolutely. They animated those. They animated that man's thighs. (laughs) I said, oh my God. Okay, let's be clear though. There is not a single person in this movie who could not crush someone's skull between their thighs. Oh, no, no one. They they just really went for it. Even that alien bitch. Yeah. Which one? Grand With her horse thighs? Yeah. Yes. And the way they go back, like she has like weird ostrich feet. Yeah. Ew. Great. Oh, everyone has um, thunder thighs, and I'm loving it. So his whole thing is like he's friends with Nani, and he keeps like asking her out, right? Or he like wants to be in a relationship with her. Yeah, but yeah. Nani also likes him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's in denial. She's she's busy right now. She's adjusting to exactly. She doesn't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nani's also working at the Luau, but she gets fired when Stitch attacks. Jumba um and completely yes gets fired but then when when Lilo is like did I did I get you fired she's like no he was a vampire which that's he nice to join his, his army the dead. Dead. yes yeah. that was nice of her like, I knew I, it I love that Nani and Lilo have this like fascination with they listen to murder podcasts those two they probably sing. would also like um the ring mm-hmm just Is like that... you all do. Okay, Christian, maybe you just need to watch <laughs> The Ring again. <laughs> I'm just bringing s- it full circle. I didn't say it was like one of the best horror movies ever. I just, I watched it and like most 2000s movies are and not good. she's a cultural staple of Japan. Was... The, the people of Japan love her. They walk she around and cosplay a... as her. He threw a baseball at a baseball game. <laughs> she she oh, really? threw good. the first pick. She threw the first page <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it helps, I do not like scary movies, so don't trust oh, my Oh, so opinion. your bitches is just over here like, it wasn't good, because you, you yeah. go like this and you can't see it? I mean, uh, I can see it. Through your just fingers? Not as, just not as much as most people. <laughs> um, we see Stitch's first experiences at the house. You know, we see the the part. I always remembered the part when he builds the, the San city. Francisco. Wow, San Francisco, and then he does his little Godzilla ah, homage. Yeah, I love that little bit, right? Just specifically mm. when Lilo goes, "No, that's from my blue period." <laughs> I thought of you one. I was like, "That's one." I see, that was a joke that I didn't understand when I was a like when I was a kid. Me neither, Same. but. But then when I like learned about, is it Picasso's Blue Period? It's ev- it's everyone around the Impressionism time was like doing Blue Periods because like it was, P- Picasso. I think Picasso had one. The most famous one is definitely um, what ear? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. <laughs> ear. Uh, okay, but like once I learned about either 
and I think the first person I learned about was Picasso. Mm-hmm. But when I learned about Picasso's Blue Period, I was like, <gasps> Lilo and Stitch reference. <laughs> <laughs> they re- you said Picasso <laughs> referenced on Lilo and Stitch. Um, so also reference the movie. It gives many nuggets of revelations as you live your life after That's 10 years true. old. We have the Ohana means family line. Iconic. Mm-hmm. It taught all of us, you know, now we don't just know Aloha, we know Ohana. And that's about all we know. And that's it. Um, oh, we have the scene where mosquitoes attack Pleakley. Ew. Also, and I you... related. Hold on, I just want to say, I've been getting oh. mosquito bites. And boy, house. do I relate to Pleakley. Yeah, they've been fucking coming in. I so, killed one the other day on the wall. Was there there, blood there's everywhere. still blood on the wall. I haven't cleaned <gasps> it. Pan the, pan the computer. Let us see it. It's in the living room. Oh, my God. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, let's blame Pleakley for all the mosquitoes in the world. Oh, okay. No, Pleakley we, started... What? We blame Cobra Bubbles because he's the one that convinced the alien species that mosquitoes were an endangered... But That's save some the bullshit. I said, fuck you, Bubbles. Wait, this is why we're are doing... Pleakley's, are Pleakley's, like, people, like, planetary invaders? Because Pleakley's uh. the one that's like... It's an endangered species. Don't fuck with it. We don't fuck with this planet because of the mosquitoes. Mm. I think I it must have been like the Galactic Federation. Like maybe they're like overtaking planets for resources. But she doesn't. But the lady doesn't know. Pleakley does. Because he's a scientist. We oh, all know. She's just a warmonger. Um, we all know like presidents and those types of people are not scientists. They're not I'll- anything, Mary. All I know about Pleakley is that he's a queer icon. Maybe they should do a prequel film, like a Cruella movie, but about Pleakley. And Emma Stone also plays Pleakley. We have Stitch and the Ugly Duckling book. Cute. 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 Comes into play later with the duck. Um, Oh, we have the part where Stitch is a record player with his Mm. acrylic nails and he opens his mouth. What song is it? I think it's Ain't nothing dog. but a hound dog. <laughs> okay, because that that would always be in the commercials for this movie when Disney Channel was going to air it, and it was yeah. like my favorite part, just watching Lilo grab its head and go, Err? and then close mm-hmm. it, and then open it back up, and then close. This it. is this would have been when I first heard of like Elvis music as well. So whether we like it or not, it introduced a generation to Elvis. It music. really did. I did not know who this man was until this movie. Exactly. Um, we have Mr. Bubbles showing up again, and he says, I heard you got fired, bitch. You need to get another job. Why is he so on her? Maybe help. He's the one that called when things go wrong. I thought we called Ghostbusters. And him. And, anyways, and him. Um, we have Lilo teaching Stitch about Elvis. Yes, and another iconic there's montage. These two moments in the movie, like, one is where they're watching that like tarantula movie, and then this moment with the Elvis thing, where it's like real footage or like a real photograph in this animated mm, film, yes. and it always throws me off. I love it. I think it's funny when like people do stuff like that. It's like Anna and Angela. I get it. <laughs> it's like Anna. Oh my god! It's like Angela Anaconda. Oh, but yeah, less yeah. traumatic. Disgusting. Um. We have Nani looking for a job. We have the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. 
scene where they're doing some surfing. They're in the water, and then yes, who's voiced by um, that actress from That's So Raven, who played Miss DePaolo and was also Miss Quan in Cat in the Hat. Okay, I found that out on the Wikipedia. I love Miss Quan. Um, but who comes up in the snatches Stitch? It's Jumba. Nani was finally like getting used to Stitch too, which is like the shitty part. Like you can see her like having a hard time, and then like she sees Stitch like wanting to like get involved, and she like lets him have it. Sad, but he ends up uh, getting away. You know, he he does like a team rocket blast and them into space. And then who is there again to ruin the fun? Fucking bubbles, Cobra Mr. Bubbles. Blue Balls. <laughs> Mr. Blue Balls. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and this is that part when he's like, maybe you just need to accept that, like, Lila would be better off without you as her like caretaker. That's some shit. I hate that. And then we get fucking David being like, for a second, I thought they could make it until you showed up, and I was like, oh my god. Um, we have Stitch running away, and meanwhile, uh, Councilwoman. I mean, Lilo says he can. Meanwhile, we have Councilwoman um, sending. You know what is he? He a fucking whale. Captain man? Gantu. Yeah, he's a shark. Yeah. Yeah, he's he? like a little shark man. Um, sending him, um, firing Pleakley and Jumba, and sending him to go fetch Stitch. Um, we have Jamba chasing Stitch, um, you know, in the little island forest or whatever. Um, and then Stitch goes to uh, the house right as Nani and David leave because he's like, I got you a a job offer. I got you a gig, a hustle. Yeah. And then this is where, um, you know, there's the girls are fighting in the house and Lilo calls Mr. Bubbles saying... People are trying to attack my dog. He found the chainsaw. We're good. Click. Um, I don't know why Cobra Bubbles like fully isn't like now aware of the situation. Isn't like, okay, this is not Nani's fault. Like this is like aliens for sure. Like this is like something else is going on here. Because when mm. he gets to the house, he yells at Nani like this is her fault. Like the the house blowing up. Like this is all her fault. <laughs> but this is prior to him seeing any actual aliens other than Stitch who is a dog amazingly disguised as a dog at this moment. <laughs> He's a full reverse clipper, able like to tiny and blue. Suck those arms in. Mm-hmm. Does that and hurt him, do you think? The spikes. No, it's, the just like, it's just like taking a deep breath. <laughs> and holding it in. <laughs> Never letting go. Um, there's a big old explosion, obviously ruining the house. And Lilo gets mad at Stitch and says, You've ruined everything. Again, how is this his fault? For existing? <laughs> everything Sorry, was, was fine ne- until he showed to up. Be born. <laughs> I never asked to be born. Uh, Gantu, being the idiot he is, takes Lilo instead of Stitch. Idiot. I know that I would mistake them for each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. You know, a blue little blue dog thing. And a little girl in a red and a dress. A little Hawaiian girl in a red dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously we're a gonna have to go. Red. 
We're going to have to go save Lilo, not by hijacking a Boeing 747, but by going on Jamba's ship. Um, Because Nani asks Stitch and Jamba, like, what the fuck is up, Kyle? Where's my sister? What's going on? And then they go to rescue her. We got that spaceship chase. We got Stitch fucking driving a semi-truck. Iconic. Stitch pouring gasoline into a volcano, not dangerous. Yes. That gas scene is impressive. Yeah. How did head. he know? Yeah. <laughs> he, How did he... he has a brain like a supercomputer. And he has a knack for destruction. You don't think he knows what gasoline is? I guess that's true. Um, I mean, but his like supercomputer brain plus his hearing makes me wonder how he ended up getting finessed so many times. Um, we have, (laughs) (laughs) yes, the the bottles, the the volcano part. Um, yeah, where he, he rescues Lilo. He punches through that glass. Um, and then the part where they're, they're like dangling off the ship with Gantu. He's so strong. Stitch so strong. He just has big hands. Oh, Stitch okay. is strong? Yes, yeah, it's not Gantu. I was like, Gantu just has fat hands. Of course he can grab onto something. No, because he's like holding Lilo and Gantu off oh, the yeah. ship. My um, question is, what is Gantu's clothes made out of that it held his weight with Stitch holding oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. claws? My shirt would have ripped. Was he, isn't he wearing like a tank top, like a vest? Oh, yeah. I think, I think his skin is his clothes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, clothes for skin. It's, it's a it's a black tank with red lining, or with red on with red trim. Yeah. How do we know that that's not his skin? Because he's gray. It can't be his skin. It's just it's just tattoo. It's a it's, it's just, a good tattoo. It's him. Like it's his hot shark summer look. Um. <laughs> it's so the ship crashes into the ocean where David is. Conveniently. Um, good thing no one else is around, just David. Um, they would have had to explain some things. They would have had to, like, men in black erase everyone's memory. Um, we have the Grand Councilwoman who shows up and says, what the hell is going on here on this day? Uh, she wants to take Stitch away, and he says, can I say goodbye? Not Imagine that was in a Stitch voice. Um, How... This this little blue bitch goes the whole movie not saying a word, and at the end he goes, "I can finesse this. Let me talk. Let me talk you through it." I know. Now he's he's being a little little good boy, being like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not bad anymore. Like, Where were you I just want to say ago? goodbye." You know yeah. what that is? Growth. That is growth. <laughs> because of the first time she asked him to speak, he said, "I'm gonna fist your grandma with a vomited hand full of." <laughs> something whatever one and then, said. and then the next time they spoke he said do i have to go on the ship can mm. i say goodbye he said also Just... i love your shoulder blades or whatever the fuck they are <laughs> love your looks that thigh though looking <laughs> good today <laughs> um so uh she yeah she's realizing oh maybe he's not such a little shit anymore and Lilo owns his ass anyways. She has the papers. <laughs> she has the receipts. She says, you would be stealing. So just fucking leave him here. 
And we also find out that Bubbles is a CIA. And he's seen the aliens before. He's seen it all. Um, Again, this lady seems so shocked by the concept of Earth, but like she knows Cobra Bubbles. Like she knows of him. She's pillaged many a planets. They all blur together. She's like Thanos. Yeah, this bitch is just out here being like, I don't know that planet. Goes to it. Hi, how's everyone doing? I remember you. Yeah, we played before. (laughs) Goes back. I don't know who the fuck that was. Um, So Stitch is going to stay there and um, the family will then be under the protection of the Galactic Federation. So, you know, everything worked out. And And then we get a cute little montage at the end. Yeah, they're rebuilding the house and everyone living John happily and ever after. In a relationship. Of course. Uh, and They are. <laughs> they have to be. They're the Gunkles. In the series, it's, it very much seems, yeah, like they are the Gunkles. Do they live in the house? I think so. It doesn't seem like it because of the Christmas montage. They come in from outside wearing Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus costumes. And they bring the presents. Of you wouldn't stage an arrival. They would. You don't think gays would do that? You don't think Pleakley oh, has true. the drama to be like, let's stage this? I can't mm-hmm. remember. Pleakley would stage a home invasion just for fun. Maybe I'll go back and watch some episodes of the series. Because it's on Disney Plus as well. Um, but the point is, they all end up, you know, happily ever after. They go. They arrive at Graceland. And mm-hmm. that's the dream. They carve pumpkins with lasers. Mm -hmm. They get those little floaty cars that I wish I had growing up. Isn't it um, Recess that had the Lilo and Stitch crossover? Really? Uh, And Kim Possible. And Kim Possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all crossed over. Yeah. So fun. We love a crossover episode. Um, But yeah, so... For this moment in time, everything's good. Obviously, in the 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 spinoff show and the movies, other conflict happens, but but for the most part, uh, everything's good. Everything's cool beans. I'm sorry, Christian. Oh, is that a wall or is that a is that just one wall next to you? Is that a is that paint that makes that color shift? Yeah, they're just like they painted a different color in the kitchen area from the rest of the apartment. My I have no idea why. I thought there was a hallway right there. I was like, "Where's that going?" No. Um. Well, now Christian is going to read some IMDb reviews for us. IMDb. 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 Hold on, I want to start with the one that actually, this one's a really long review, so I'll try to like sus- make it mm-hmm. succinct. But this person is on a soapbox. It was written on March 28th of 2004, so about two years after this movie was released. It says, the worst animated film ever made by anyone, ever. <laughs> and it's drama. And then it, they go on to say, ever since I was young, I've always loved going to see Disney films at the cinema. Some have been incredible. And they list Basically every Disney movie under the planet. Some have been okay, like Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear. Some have been not very uh, good. Juan wrote Hunchback, this. Like <laughs> Hunchback and, and Pocahontas, blah, blah, blah. At least I could sit through them without being offended or appalled. 
the whitest white person on the fucking planet wrote this movie and the rest of this review will enlighten you into why i think that this person is who they are bad things all the characters have the potential to be funny but they either choose the wrong things to say or say them the wrong way or in the wrong accent here we are policing people's language oh it's badly written choppy inconsistent plot stupid dialogue that bit about being about at the beginning when Lilo says something about her fish predicting the weather. What the hell was that? I've never heard such an awkward silence in a cinema before. What about that isn't funny? She sets it up for you. She says, I'm a late because I had to go to the store and get peanut butter because all we have is, is stinking tuna. tuna. And then she the teacher did a whole says, stand up routine. There should be NYU theater school's admission <laughs> monologues yes. being performed by after this. Lilo. Mm-hmm. That is an incredible monologue. Imagine someone getting up there and performing that. Like like stone faced, like fully committed to the role. Absolutely. I you agree. know what? It's always I'm been gonna, super I'm gonna log on to Tish at NYU right now and fill out my application. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it just for that. <laughs> just for the bit. Yeah. Just for so, a joke. So, so this person has beef with people speaking in different accents and or having different inflection. They mm, have beef. sounds very Caucasian. With weird jokes, according to them. And then Lilo is the worst child I've ever seen. She beats people up. One of the most disturbing parts is when Stitch and Lilo shove a little girl off her tricycle and take off with it, leaving a little girl sobbing in the dirt. If I'm sorry, who funny, wrote this? Her mom? If you think that's funny, you have some serious mental problems. She's annoying. She nails herself into rooms saying, leave me alone to die. Am I crazy or is that not appropriate for a children's film? She's annoyingly designed and voiced. You never, ever feel any sympathy for her at all. Then Nani is the worst caregiver effort. The family situation was a horrible scenario, which I kind of agree with. Nani did leave her alone multiple times, despite knowing that that was going to put her on some thin ice. Yeah, but But, Nani's also trying to be like a single mom. She's a single mom who works two jobs and love her kid, but never stops. (laughs) I know. And a part of me is like, this is a fucking Disney film. What about it tells you you need to take it this seriously? You believe that fucking Cinderella's mice and fucking whatever's created magic to turn a fucking pumpkin (laughs) into a goddamn carriage? No, these things are all like absolutely That's not a real child in danger. It's fantasy, Mary. Yeah. And then the next part. Oh, Stitch is terrible, a destructive brat who, every time we just about feel sympathy for him, blows up a house and starts off from square one. Annoyingly voiced and designed, as pretty much everything is in this film, and with a huge plot hole if he's adverse to water, why does he come in contact with it all the time and live blah blah blah? He'll just, again. he'll drown. That's his thing, like he'll just drown. So again, they're thinking like... Wicked Witch? They're taking, they're taking it two steps further, yeah. Do and we then... Think- Hmm. okay and then the aliens don't get me started on how annoying they were no sense of good comedic timing or delivery or writing for that matter add to this an ending which was stupid forced and conveniently didn't make sense but tied things up i've never left the cinema so disappointed more than that i felt angry that disney who i have grown up with and cherished have made something this terrible and actually think it's good treasure planet was heaven after this the moral this one left me with was, hey, it's okay to treat others like shit because Ohana means family. Sorry, I won't buy that. I'd strongly suggest parents read some professional reviews on this movie. There's a reason this movie hasn't made much money in comparison to the Disney's of the past. 
Go ahead. I love Treasure Planet, so how dare they use that to to degrade this movie? I think that this person has a nostalgia for movies that were released before a certain time period. They love Snow they White. Love they Song love of the C- South. Cinderella. They love all these like you know 50s 60s early whatever disney movies and then anything that's come out since then that christian just say it they're a racist (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how they feel about moana let's let's get them on the podcast for that hello what's what's their name oh wait let me see what's the ad are we doxing them ebay anderson ew (laughs) terrible name and they rated it one star. They're in Trash. <laughs> okay, and then the next one. Do, 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 do. Okay, this shit got me. So, <laughs> because while I was watching Lilo and Stitch, I was in the during the biking scene, I was like, E.T. rode on a bike so that way Stitch could drive one. <laughs> think think about that and so it says what would have happened if E.T. had been a belligerent life form rather than a friendly one that's the question Chris Sanders must have asked when he wrote the latest animated Disney series or movie Lilo and Stitch the film directed by Sanders who also provides the destructive alien Stitch's voice is a very touching animated movie comedy which turns, which turns Steven Spielberg's original E.T. movie on its head the problem, plot revolves around Little Lilo, a five-year-old Hawaiian orphan voiced by whoever, who unknowingly rescues an alien experiment from a dog, blah, 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 recaps the story. Very much agree with this. But then they go on to talk about how it's like loosely based on E.T., but basically just in the concept. It tips the hat to the Star Wars or Star Trek television series as well as Star Wars movies. The most obvious is when Stitch, imitating Jedi Master Yoda in Attack of the Clones, catches a laser blast in his hands, forms it into a ball, and tosses it back at his attacker. Unlike most Disney films, Lilo and Stitch has little music, save for the occasional clip of Elvis Presley, which helps punctuate Lilo's obsession with the singer. Like Stuart Little, too, Lilo and Stitch is packed full of family values and emphasizes the importance of friendship. Hilariously touching. So I like this one because it also talked about E.T. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But also just because it like took it to the next level and saying that like Lilo and Stitch references E.T., Star Trek, Star Wars, Yoda in this specific movie. And it's like, I don't think that movie came out a month before Lilo and Stitch. So how would the animators have based a scene on Yoda's iconic action sequence in there? I. First of all, let me just say, I saw E.T. maybe a couple years ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was fine. I wasn't like... Oh, like, yeah. it's. Not I get very tired of that movie when it comes to, like, literally the second E.T. becomes sick, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm bored. Like, my mom got mad at me. She was like, what? I think she has nostalgia from seeing it in theaters and such. But I was like, it's Your mom wrote fine. that review. Maybe she did. I was like, I mean, I love Drew Barrymore, but, like, Otherwise, E.T. is kind of creepy. Um, I They don't, like, try to bring Stitch home or anything. Like He found his home. Yeah, E.T. phone home. The whole thing was he trying to get the fuck out of there. He's trying to get home. 
This mm-hmm. thing was Stitch He's found his leave. home. Stitch found yeah. a new home. So it's not the same. Just because there's an alien. Just Jesus. There's oh, this movie. This movie is based on Ridley Scott's Alien. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the grandma fisting comes into play. Oh my god. My goodness. Well. <laughs> okay, wait, but I have another review that highlighted something for me that I felt in my soul when I watched this movie post Lilo and Stitch, and I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Or I'm I'm just, I'm going to read the the important okay. part. This this and Sanders and Dubois other masterpiece, the first How to Train Your Dragon, are the cinematic medicine that get me through my darkest days. I always thought that Toothless had a very like Stitch stitchy, face. stitchy face and personality. Mm-hmm. And so when I read that, I was like, this is what I'm fucking here for. You like a football shaped face, large mouth, and weird spiky teeth. bunny ears. And some teeth. And spiky teeth. Insert photo of my dog here. That makes because, sense. Yeah. Because that is what she looks like. Show her so. on screen right now. Pan the camera. Um, is uh, being what we call depressionista. Yeah, uh, we don't need to bother her. Yeah, she's on the couch looking away from me. And she's looked at me several times while we've been recording this. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you're doing things. You're doing things. Don't you love when dogs do that? Like, there was a tweet a few (laughs) months ago where it was like, someone just, like, I love it when my dog looks like this. And it's just a guy. When mm-hmm. you side eye, it's just so funny. Yeah, she earlier I was like, "What is she doing?" And I looked at her, and she was watching me. And then as soon as I turned and looked at her, she like made eye contact, and then like slowly looked away from me. Okay. Whereas, like, if I was here by myself, just like watching TV, she wouldn't give a shit what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's just because I'm giving my attention to something else yeah. that she is distraught. My dog's the same way. If I'm if I'm like next to him, like, oh, there's the AC. We hear it now. What the? What in the? Um, no, but if if I'm like on my phone or like iPad next to Marty, he'll yeah, he'll like side eye me. He's like, what the fuck? Like he wants me to pay attention to him. Anyway, does he nuzzle the iPad or hit it? Uh, sometimes he does that more with my mom, cause she'll like watch the iPad like in front of her, like on a pillow. And mm-hmm. he'll he'll like attack her pillow trying to get it because he wants to play, but mm-hmm. I play with him the most probably, so he's cool with me most of the time. Um, anyways, well, what are our final thoughts on this film? Oh, sorry we we give it out of five stars. <laughs> we we give it a rating out of five stars and just say our final likes or dislikes about the movie. Like a final review type situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Juan, you Christian, okay. Be the example. All right, all right. The example. Um, I like it. Beautifully drawn, beautifully animated story. Mwah, hits all the beats. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of emotion, emotional turmoil, which is good. It's just so damn much. Like, if you're having a rough time, like, don't watch this movie. Because, like, even though it ends well, it's, like, it's just so much to take in before it gets to, like, the last, like, oh, look, they're happy. It's just so much of, like, lost the job, lost the job, blew up the house, killed your mom. Like, it's just, it's too much going on. 
Um, but I love it. I love it. Honestly, damn near fucking perfect movie. I'm going to just say five out of five. Love it. Live, laugh, love it. Nothing bad about it. <laughs> okay. Christian? Um, I mean, clearly this is one of my favorite movies, so I definitely have to max out the rating and give it a 10 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I've always appreciated this movie because of, like, the, you know, all the reasons why that one person didn't like it are why mm-hmm. I do like it. Like, it's a weird movie. It's not like many other Disney movies. The fact that they even marketed it trolling other Disney movies, I think, like, really speaks to, like, the direction they were trying to go in. Um, I think what... Yeah, like, I just... I When I was watching it, I was like, oh, the movie moves so quickly. I feel like they could have, like, let it sit for a second before it really kind of, like, started to, like, boom, 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 boom. But obviously, you know, at that point, it'd be like a solid two-hour movie, and I feel like that would be weird. But either way, I'm a fan. I mean, I I kind of feel like it's kind of good that it goes so fast with like the like, you know, there's not really like a moment where they're having a good time and then it spirals back down because mm-hmm. it's like they're trying, they're they're already down here and they're trying to. Come, so it's like I kind of like how it's like them just constantly. And up until the very very end because it's like it's not like a mm-hmm. oh stitch was really good and then fucking a big time it's like they're trying to get beyond like all it all being fucked so i kind of like yeah the, fact the peak in the middle yeah and i guess that's why the montages are there they kind of help with passing time without doing mm-hmm. a ton so it's also supposed to be within three days the movie takes place within three days mm-hmm. oh yeah huh because of a boobals yeah. Um, yeah. I. It's never been a favorite, so I'm not gonna give it a five. I'm sorry. We'll fight you later. But I, you know what? I'll give this a four and a half out of five. I think. What I does think it like, for you? I think. I think normally, like story wise, and just. Um, I feel like. The representation alone bumps it up to four and a half from a four. Um, you know, we've never, like, that person said, apparently they loved Pocahontas, which wasn't great representation. Um, so they seem to love the, the whitewashing version. Because it was a brown girl falling in love with a white man and being oh. it all about him. Mel Gibson wrote that review because Mel Gibson was in <laughs> Pocahontas. Um <laughs> Yeah, this was really good representation. I think introduced a lot of uh, like our generation to like Hawaiian culture and like. But in a good way or a bad way, what happened um, to the outcome? Am I saying Lilo and Stitch has caused the tourism in Hawaii and the colonization to skyrocket? Maybe. Maybe I'll put that on Lilo. Maybe she needs to answer <laughs> for her wrongdoings. Um, no, I th- I think it has been positive like I don't know I think like yes the colonization of Hawaii is a whole other thing but I feel like this did it in like a respectful way the outcomes of it that's not Lilo's problem that's not Stitch's problem that's you on know? white people that's, that's on white people that's yeah for people saying I-, I love this movie so much that I'm going to you know Build a hotel. Entire culture. Yeah. 
anyways, um, I think Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, a fucking bop. I love this version of it. I love the cover version of it um, that Jump 5 did. Um, I love... I don't know, man. Just the music is so good. Stitch, like I said, a little bit of an asshole, but damn, he's cute. Pleakly, queer icon. Honestly, I could I could give it just four stars for him, for Pleakly. God bless Pleakly. Pleakly right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to give it four and, a, four, to, four and a half out of five just because it's never been my fave, but I think it is a very unique story. Like like you said, like this isn't like the princess movies. This movie isn't like the other girls. Like this was a very unique movie for Disney, and like they they were trying to just make some like cheap experiment of a movie. Um, I don't know if you got that because the the six two six. We get your joke, <laughs> but um, it just didn't land. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like compared to everything else, although maybe it was just this time period of early two thousands, they kind of took chances. Like Atlantis, the Lost Empire was also like one of those weird underrated movies treasure planeta yeah those ones where it wasn't just about like royalty and stuff like that or like here's a girl falling in love with a man yeah this was different this said we still have the dead parents but this time we're also giving you older sister little sister dynamic Ooh. Ooh. anyways those are my final thoughts so overall we uh enjoy this movie Yes, fake fan. And that's all we got to say about that. Good reviews from us. Fuck eBay Anderson or whatever the fuck. Oh my god. Um, Christian, before you go, we usually ask people to, you know, plug their socials. I know you don't do that. So, what would you like to be your your parting message with the audience? Uh... I love it. Um, <laughs> so, Christian, thank you so much for for joining us here. You know, since we were doing this movie to close out the summer, we figured, who do we know that loves Lilo and Stitch? Summer. Who's a little Lilo and Stitch bitch? And we said it's Christian. Yeah. Um, we knew. So thank you and have a good night and say hi to Luz for us. She said no. Okay, okay say hi to Ray for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know when he gets home from work. He also said no. Oh, damn, he's working late. Okay, yeah. well. It's like 10. It's mm-hmm. like 9. It's 9. What are you talking about? We're rounding All up right. significantly. Well, toodaloo. Oh my god, what a good episode. What was your favorite part? That was mine too. What the um, fuck? <laughs> and we didn't read uh, the tweets just because I want Christian to get some rest. He looks so tired. I'm just kidding. He looks fine. Um, uh, we got some tweets real quick I want to read out. These are from Jose at J. Contreras Jr. Who said, uh, y'all are dipping into more Disney films. You don't get any haters in the comments. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Me too. Don't, don't oh, be wait, mean. Honestly, bring the haters. Come on. Let's go. I'll kick your ass. I'll bully you. <laughs> I like the idea of maybe doing like some of the other like Disney Renaissance ones, like that, like Tarzan, Hercules, like those '90s ones. But I feel like if we ever dug into like Snow White, Snow White. Sleeping Beauty, like old classics, we would Disney stands would come for us. Anyways, we really um, get automatically destroyed. 
Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jose says he saw this movie in theaters and cried when Stitch got taken away towards the end. Uh, then said, and I mean, who was doing it like her? And it's Pleakley in the wig looking in the mirror. Oh, my God. That was Pleakley's awakening when he said, oh, I like this. She saw herself in that mirror and said, this is it. This is the one. Uh, I love that it starts with this Star Wars style Senate hearing. Little picture of Jar Jar, Misa propose. Ew. Um, Stitch stole a police vehicle icon. Um, annoying little redhead. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. This is the second time she's done this. How dare you? <laughs> annoying little redhead had it coming. I'm sorry, it's just because I talk so much on the podcast. Um <laughs> I forgot Lilo is dealing with so much trauma and that's why she's acting out. I love her body positive photography. Very true. Um, let's see. I forgot how sad, sad. Oh my gosh. What's happening? Sad this movie. We should have done this tomorrow. This is a sign. <laughs> how sad this movie gets. Um, uh jose ends with i forgot how much i enjoy this movie and to be honest the show wasn't bad from what i remember the sand sandwich game is burned in into my memory five stars yes god who could forget sandwich stacker um thank you jose we got some tweets oh god <laughs> from um emily at emily jean palmer Who says the cheekbones on that alien, though? That's the Grand Council woman. Um, why do none of the aliens look remo remotely like each other? Shouldn't there be at least some of the same species? There are. The ones that look like dinosaurs with the guns and the hazmat suits. I love those. We get more into that on the, on the show. And I'm assuming the spinoff films. Three of the hula dancing children are clearly white. Three? Uh, I mean, based on the state of that house, maybe she should be taken away from her sister. Those bitches are too old to be riding tricycles. Um, I'm so confused why this random bodybuilder social worker is basically stalking them. That scared me. <laughs> um, why am I crying during this movie? That frog is the real hero of this movie. St Stitch is my favorite character ever. I forgot how amazing this movie was. Five out of five stars. Thank you, Emily. Glad Gorgeous. you're back. Sorry about your washer dryer that broke. Oh, no. Um, Savannah says, uh, at Savannah Ulmer, says that she used to have a beta fish nicknamed Pudge because Pudge controls the weather. His full name was Ruth Beta Finsberg. And he was a daredevil who loved to cause me anxiety for getting too close to the tank filter. <gasps> Not the filter. The filter. Say, get the get the get the filter. Anyways, uh, here's thank you, Savannah. Here is uh, some tweets from Jake at Jake Blue ninety eight. Jake. Who says, Ah, yes, the Jedi Council. Um, Pleakley really out here dragging the human race, and we deserve it. Um, 
I love that Lila was just ready to throw hands with this white bitch. Did y'all know that Nani is only supposed to be 19? Like, yeah, I'd be the same stress level as her in this situation, too. Is she really? She's not supposed to be, like, in her late 20s. She's fairly young. I guess I just assumed she was, like, 21, 22. That's so um, tough. No, I know. I couldn't do that when I was 50. I couldn't do that at any point in my life. Don't ever <laughs> ask me to take care of a child. Um, let's see. Yay for legal documents. I love this little ending montage. This movie is always so great. 10 out of 10. Though y'all really should Google the extended stitch canon. That shit gets wild. Okay. People could probably just have a podcast just about stitch. You know? I mean, they really could. Uh, these are from Whitney at Life Whitney. Whitney, what's this about? Who says... Fun fact, I love the line, Ohana means family, and family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. So much that I have Ohana tattooed on my ankle with a flower in memory of my grandmother. Oh. I love that. Uh, I know Stitch was supposed to be vicious in the beginning, but honestly, he was just adorable. I know Camp Captain Han Gantu had high blood pressure. I just know it. Um, did anyone else think he looked like a shark, or was it just me? Uh, da 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 Rebuild the mosquito population? Oh no, get rid of this shit now. Um, Myrtle being the antagonizing white child picking on Lilo tracks. Beat that <laughs> ass, Lilo. Um, the adults really let Myrtle get away with her white privilege, and honestly, I'll beat her ass. I'll find a little white child, okay? Um, Lilo did nothing wrong. Okay, but Nani was thick. Great. Um... Uh, okay, but I would have run up on Lilo, too, after that social work visit. Like, sis, do you want to get up? Um, let's see. Grand Theft Tricycle. Love that. Lilo, why would you give a dog coffee? How, how about instead of threatening Nani, you help her find a fucking job, Mr. Bubbles? That's what I said. Yes. Um... The ukulele scene was going just fine until the the people started acting like the paparazzi. I would have freaked out on their asses to give Stitch six feet. Wait, okay, wait. For real though, who uses? They were all using flash, but it was the middle of the day. They Clowns. always do that in movies, just to let you know that they took a photo. You know. Um. Let's see. This movie gives me way too many feels. I can't even pretend I'm crying thug tears. I'm crying regular old tears. Imagine you're. Imagine trying to find your sister and finding a giant ass alien shark instead. Like, oh, here we go. They're they're fixing up the house together. It's it's like they're you know a family. <laughs> and of course, it's the picture of you holding the razor blade. <laughs> um. <laughs> This movie is so beautiful. Uh, I'm giving it a five stars through my tears. Thank five you, Whitney. Three gold balloons. Um, thank you, everyone, for that. And now we did our final thoughts. We're just going to get into, you know, how to support the show uh, and everything. But first, we got to give a shout out to the one, the only. Ooh, Iris is our podcast artist and our friend. And let's just cut to the chase. Go follow her. <laughs> or I'm going to fucking 
drive Beat a semi truck into a volcano, okay? Next I'll- to your house. Uh, go follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Creamsicle Panda and support her on Patreon at patreon.com slash Creamsicle Panda. If you'd like to support us, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Planet Weird Pod. Rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. We would love that. Five stores, please. Leave yeah. some, some kind words. We'd appreciate that. Um, subscribe, you know, wherever you're listening. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go subscribe to our new Twitch channel. Go follow it. <gasps> follow, Twitch. follow. Links for all that is in the description. Um, and you can also support us on Anchor with some money, please. Uh, and thank you to people that already support us on Anchor, giving us money every month. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, Jose Contreras Jr., Aisa Yusuf, Whitney, Harris, Savannah, Ulmer, and Ivy Gantu. <gasps> Ew. I just thought of that on the spot. I hadn't Perfect. written it down. Wow, I'm amazing. Um, merch, we got links in the description. A new YouTube video where we play GeoGuessr. That was a fun time. Go watch it. Um, next week, we are going to be talking about another movie that's on Disney+, Plus, but it's not an animated movie, and it's not a recent movie. And is it even a good movie? We'll find (laughs) out. Um, we're going to be talking about... Honey, I blew up a kid. Oh, no. Before we get to We We Shrunk Ourselves, we have to talk about how they blew up a kid. Damn it. So... Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. It's on Disney+. Plus. Watch it and send us your thoughts uh, if you would like. You know, you have free will. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. But go ahead and tweet us or email us or voice message us um, if you want. Hope everyone's doing well. Simone Biles, if you're listening, I know you're such a big fan. We're fans of you. We love you. Do your Mm -hmm. thing, girl. You're allowed to just do whatever the hell you want. And if honestly, if you think you can, you, if you think you could have gone through with it, then fuck you. I want to do, I want to see you do a triple summer backstall cow, cow flip, whatever the fuck they're called. No disrespect to Simone, but I'm built different. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I could not, bitch, I can't even do, I was afraid in karate when they made us do somersaults. I said, I'm going to break my neck. I said, I cannot. And that's why I quit. And because bare feet on those mats, disgusting. No. Not me, not uh, ever. See y'all next week. Uh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. goodbye.